The Lord be with you. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When a large crowd gathered with people from one town after another, journeying to Jesus, he spoke in a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path and was trampled, and the birds of the sky ate it up. Some seed fell on rocky ground, and when it grew, it withered for the lack of moisture. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. And some seed fell on good soil, and when it grew, it produced fruit a hundredfold. After saying this, he called out, Whoever has ears hear, to hear ought to hear. Then his d- disciples asked him what the meaning of this parable might be. He answered, Knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of God has been granted to you, but to the rest they are made known through parables, so that they may look but not see, and hear but not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those on the path are the ones who have heard, but the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, that they may not believe and be saved. Those on rocky ground are the ones who, even when they hear, receive the word with joy, but they do not have root. They believe only for a time and fall away in time of temptation. As for the seed that fell among thorns, they are the ones who have heard, but as they go along, they are choked by the anxieties and riches and pleasures of life, and they fail to produce mature fruit. But as for the seed that fell on rich soil, they are the ones who, when they have heard the word, embrace it with a generous and good heart and bear fruit through perseverance. The Gospel of the Lord. So usually when I do funerals, when we have the committal service at the end, we go to the graveside and we have a blessing of the grounds. And I use that opportunity to explain a little bit about the resurrection of the body. And as strange as it sounds, although the Catholic Church has believed in the resurrection of the body for 2,000 years because it's what was revealed to us uh, by Jesus himself and was affirmed in the writings of St. Paul and the teachings of the church, A lot of people don't quite understand that. And so there was one time that I was explaining that the reason why we bless the grounds with holy water is a sign of our reverence for the body because we know that when Jesus returns, we have the new heavens and the new earth, and we will all get our resurrected bodies. And at this point, it's like someone in the family raised their hands, and I'm like, Okay, this is different for a funeral, but uh, yes. (laughs) Father, is that true that in the future we have resurrected bodies? And uh, I, I said, well, yes, that's what the Catholic Church has always taught. We say it in the creed. The resurrection of the dead isn't just our soul going up to heaven. It's our body and soul being united in its resurrected form. And uh, they were just so excited to hear that. They'd never heard that before. 
So I thought it was just like our souls just go to heaven and, and that's the end of the story. It's like, no, isn't it great to be Catholic? We learn stuff new all the time. And this is something St. Paul was actually dealing with because he was in this city called Corinth, which was a pretty rich city in Greece, and it had a very strong Greek culture. And Greeks were what they called Neoplatonists in their philosophy. And what they understood was that the material world is really not important. The only thing that's important is the spiritual world. Therefore, when it comes to our death, our soul leaves our body. And who cares what happens with our body? And who cares what happens with the world? And the Christian understanding is that when we die, yes, our soul leaves our body. Uh, and... You know, if we are in right relationship with God, then we will, our soul will go to heaven. But we do wait for the time when Jesus returns and we have the full restoration and the answer uh, to his promise. And we have the new heavens and the new earth where all things are made one in Christ. And then we will get our resurrected bodies. And those resurrected bodies are resurrected bodies. So they're not exactly our fleshy bodies like we have right now, but there are resurrected bodies like we see in Jesus after his resurrection, no longer constrained to space and time. And this resurrected body completes us and fulfills us, and it's part of what God's plan was for us when he gave us bodies. And the reason why that's important is not only because we know our future, but it helps us to have a bit of a different perspective in the present. Because if we have bodies, and those bodies are sacred, then it means it's important how we treat our bodies. It's important how we perceive our bodies. Now, one of the problems we have, for example, in today's world is people don't understand this, under, they don't understand the idea that we were created by our God in our own particular bodies, in our own particular ways, and that these bodies are essential to who we are. And therefore, because people don't understand that, it makes it easy for them to come up with these new odd philosophies like, well, I might have a male body, but I'm actually a woman. You know? and, and the problem with this kind of thinking is it's based in something that is not real. It's also based in something that is more of a different philosophy, which says that it doesn't matter what the material world is all about because it's the spiritual world or what I feel or what I think that is important. And, and we see these types of things that St. Paul was dealing with. It's the same thing that's happening today. And so that's why it's important for us as Christians to understand what our faith teaches and to believe it, but also to apply it. So that means that, for example, if my body will eventually be a resurrected body united with my soul and I will be... Uh, reunited in that in that way in the future when there's this new heavens and the new earth then it means I should love my body as God loves my body that my body is actually important enough that God created me in my body and in, in the particular way that I am there's this intricate connection between body and soul it's 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 not this loose separation that we often hear about and so it also gives us a, a way of appreciating what God has done that we don't need to be ashamed of our bodies, we don't need to uh, be looking at ourselves as somehow that God didn't make us correctly because he made us how he made us. And we know that in the end, we will have these glorious resurrected bodies and it's part of our faith. It's part of the promise that God made us. 
and so we can live according to that promise, it gives us a new perspective on things. It helps us to appreciate what God has done, and it helps us to look forward to what he will do. And we have evidence of that in Jesus' own death and resurrection. After he rose from the dead, he had, he had a unified, resurrected body, and it was part of what our promise is as well. And so St. Paul was trying to describe this to the Corinthians, and it's, it's a little comical in some ways that 2,000 years later, uh, there I am in my committal services over at the graveside, you know, trying to do the same thing, because in the end, you know, people tend to not quite understand Christian teaching, and they just kind of go along with these cultural norms. Uh, but it's good for us to understand our teaching and go along with what is true and what has been revealed to us and what St. Paul was trying to help his people to understand. You know, hopefully we get this and we're able to live in a way that's different than what we see around us.